0: What's the, uh, after two days of practice, what's the latest update you can provide on Brooks and Cody Epps? Uh, Brooks, neither one of them are going to play. Yep, they're both out. Do you think that's a long-term thing, or is that just a week to week? Um, Brooks, n- not long-term. Cody, not sure. Yep. Not sure yet. Was, is, with Epps, it was late in the game, wasn't it? With yeah, it? Was yeah. Was there kind of remorse, like, with the game already out of reach at no, that point? I mean, no, I mean, we... We were, we were trying to trying to play. We got to be more competitive, you know, so we were not interested in subbing there. We were playing so poorly we, that we needed to to uh, just, you know, be competitive, you know, and, and uh, so we, that was not, not a time to sub. Is that part of the line of thought, too, with Jaron as, as well? Because uh, even when games are out of reach, whether you guys are in front or you're behind, to keep him in there even – yeah, we haven't really had a chance to take Jaron out this year yet. There hasn't been an opportunity yet. I mean, um, yeah, I can't think of a game where we could have taken him out. that um, was, yeah, there was no there was no thoughts taking him out. Sorry, as far as like protecting, him, we didn't we didn't sub anybody on offense. We played our starters all the way to the end. I'm almost four, I would do that again. Yep. On those fourth down situations, is it Kalani's call? What's the kind of mechanism? Does he see? Yeah, we we we're, we're an analytics team, so we know we know going into the into the series. We know on first down if we get to a certain number, we're going. Uh, and a lot of times, that number can be as high as. I mean, there was time Saturday where the number was high as fifteen, <laughs> and uh, I think we went for one on fourth and nine. Um, you know, it's it's uh, just following the book and we've been doing that for three years and it's been uh we've been very good at it this year has not gone as well for us um we're not we're not playing complimentary football as well as we have the last two years but it's not something we're going to go away from it's you know it's uh you know and then one time we actually should have gone for it when we didn't and we punted and we netted like 17 yards so going for it even if the number is high going for it is usually the right move. It just feels awful when you don't convert, and we are not converting fourth downs as well as we have in the past. How how do those numbers, if at all, affect your play-calling mentality? They affect it a lot. So, like, if I I know on first down that, you know, we, we would go for it on, say, fourth and four, it might affect what you call on first and second down. And it's been that way you know back to when zach was here I would, I would make a different play call when zach was here too if i knew what the number was and our quarterbacks know what that number is as well that's just how we operate yeah so you said on the corner that you guys were a little fragile yeah is that kind of i mean everyone talks about as maturity and, and all this yeah and, and then uh, I, I think some fans found that a little shocking yeah can you kind of describe what you mean well I, you know i'm i maybe that wasn't the best choice of words but we we seemed that offensively at least i was talking about the offense i just thought that saturday i was really surprised i thought we've always been a very resilient group um you know in my time here even when we weren't that good in our first couple years and we were building this offense i thought we were always a team who who would thrive in adversity and play really hard in the toughest situations and i didn't think we did that on saturday uh as, as, like, like I'm used to seeing the, the good news is we have a group of guys that I've seen do it before in tough games. And, you know, when the chips are down, we've been a team that would would rise up and, you know, be up for the moment. And, uh, we've done that this season multiple, multiple times. And so, um, you know, I, if, if that, if that word, maybe <laughs> I, I didn't know that it bothered anybody, but, uh, that's what it seemed like Saturday, and I, I usually call it like I see it with the players. I tell them the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for anybody. Can you remember a time when you kind of questioned the group's confidence and, and the ability to execute at BYU that, since you've been here? Like yeah, we didn't have any confidence my first year here at all. I got here, this was an offense that had no confidence, and we had to sort of build it up slowly. It took a couple of years, and then uh, I guess it was uh, you know that third year where we really – we were sort of a juggernaut that year. And then I thought last season we were very confident and we've been a confident team this year as well. I mean, even, even, uh, you know, we've been a confident team and I still believe, I still believe in these players. It's, it's the same players that have played very well for us in the past. We just, um, Saturday was not who we want to be as an offense and none of us are happy about it. And, um, you know, I, I, Not afraid of this moment at all. We're just going to stand up to it and take it on. What's the biggest key to kind of getting back that mental edge or that confidence, I guess, mental toughness, whatever the the phrasing is? You just have to go out and execute one play, you know, and then you play the next play. And You can't be looking at the scoreboard or counting how many possessions you might have left in the game or what the – you know, you have to just play this play and play it with toughness and aggressiveness and – then play the next play, and you keep working your way through it. And that's been the focus this week is just one play at a time, one game season. Don't think about anything that's happened in the past or, or ahead. And, you know, that's how it should be every week, though. I mean, it's, it's cliche. It's boring. I know you get tired of hearing that, but every every week should be that way. And that's that's how great teams operate. You guys are averaging, <clears throat> if my math is great, about 28 rushing attempts per game through eight games. And yeah. we're seeing games where the opposing team's rushing for 50 yeah. against you. Is that, in your mind, affecting your guys' opportunities to get the points you think are requisite to win games? Yeah, we're not getting very many snaps this year compared to what we've gotten in the past. We, um, and we, we haven't had a lot of extra snaps to sort of you know, work our way through uh, you know, usually in the run game, that most games there's a process where you you are running the ball, trying some things, and you sort of sort things out, and you find out which runs are hot, and then you feature those runs maybe in the second half or the fourth quarter. We did that a lot last year, and this year we've uh, had a number of games, including Saturday, where all of a sudden we're down by a couple scores, and you don't have any you don't have time to mess around trying to figure out which run's going to go. So you you got to throw it to stay in the game, and and uh, you know that's that's not the way we want to play, but that's just the way this we've had multiple games this year that have turned out that way. And, um, and we're, we're trying to fix it as a, as a team. It's a, it's a team football thing. Kalani <laughs> said that Joe Tukuafu beat out Connor Pay to be the starting center of the last two games. Is that your call or is that coach Funk's call or, uh, and, and I guess what did Joe do to deserve that? It's both of us. And, um, you know, that's, that's a situation that's still competitive. They're still competing for that all the time. Um, thought joe deserved a chance to play and he's played the last two games um there's a chance we could shake it up again this game and you know joe's a good player um he's a really good guard he's a, he can also play center uh, connor's been a good player for us too and um you know we we have options there and, we, and every day is competitive and that's one of the things we're looking for is what's the right combination of of those five linemen How's Jaron's uh, shoulder doing the, this week? I know it's always kind of a delicate Better. Play. Yeah, it's 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 uh it was it was good last week. It, I don't think the shoulder had anything to do with why we didn't play well. And he hasn't missed a rep this week. He's throwing the ball well and looks looks good. I think he's 100%. Last question. The, have you changed the way you prepare uh, for play calls and throughout the game knowing that you might not get as many snaps as, as normal? Does that change anything for you throughout the week? Not really, because, uh, you know, the goal each week is, you know, you don't, you don't want it to be that way every week, you know, so we we um, we have the same, what's changed though is, you know, you feature who your best players are, so last year, Tyler Algier was clearly the guy we were going to feature every game, and this year, you know, that's been Puka, and so it might change a little bit, your game plan might evolve a little bit to who you're trying to get the ball to, um, but... Our process and the time we put in and the way we go through it is still the same.